30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House. Nine o'clock means open line hour, our third hour of our weekly Saturday morning broadcast where we open it up to phone calls at one 767 4348 That's one 888 rosie for you Text is 411-923 or email info at rosieonthehouse.com. Jennifer, standing by to screen the calls. Uh, we've got the text open. Uh, I've got it open. Gary's got it open. Jennifer's got it open. We have email at info at rosieonthehouse.com. Those are the three ways you can communicate with the broadcast to ask questions about your home, castle, or cabin here at Rosie on the House. And as calls start to come in and get screened and get queued, we usually have a little bulletin. It's National Radon Month. Radon is a silent killer none of us really think about. Uh, I don't think about it until I get reminded that uh, it's National <laughs> Radon Month, and Arizona Foundation Solutions has put together a great blog for us that we posted on our website about what radon is, how to be aware of it, uh, how to test for it. It's something that just natural ha- naturally happens uh, with the rock content. Homes that are on mountainsides are susceptible to radon. Homes over uh, like the granite dells or, or heavy rock, uh, much more susceptible to it than somebody say that was uh, getting a home built over an old farmland or a flat creosote. Not to say they're impervious to it, but uh, just be aware that in mountain homes, hillsides, where you, if you live in an area a lot of rocks, your home is a lot more susceptible to radon. It causes over 21,000 deaths in the U.S. annually. That's a huge number. You can't see it. You can't smell it. You can't taste it. And it's 10%, I'm sorry, 10 times higher in the winter. So this is a great time to get it tested uh, to see if there's any radon in your home. Uh, This is one, I'm not, uh, I do like crawl spaces. Uh, I love concrete. And there's an ongoing debate on what's better. Do you build on top of uh, slab on grade, which is very common in Arizona? One argument against doing slab on grade, just doing a foundation and building a built-up uh, floor so you've got a crawl space, is that's uh, one way to help prevent. Uh, you've got that air flow underneath your floor that helps separate and can expose, uh, and instead of the home, the gas coming through concrete and cracks, it goes into your crawl space and dissipates into the air there. So that's an argument for uh, for crawl spaces. If you're in a crawl space, that's a great uh, way to prevent radon in your home. I My problem with crawl spaces, they are, the crawl space itself is great, but then that means your floor that you're walking on day in and day out is likely out of wood, and wood doesn't last nearly as long as concrete. And when I build something, I like to think, all right, there that, that, the next 300 years, this project is done. You won't have to touch it, mess with it, or manicure it on a wood crawl space. You've got the wood. You've got uh, termites. You've got wood rot. You've got uh, not something nearly as strong or as long-lasting as concrete. So, uh, Also, Castle Grand Home Show. Is that next weekend, Gary? Next weekend. Mm-hmm. Next weekend for all of our listeners. We've got – it's a very interesting market in Casa Grande. Because <laughs> uh, 
you've got contractors that are in Chandler that'll drive to Surprise for a job, and they won't go to Casa Grant. They think somehow there's this mental block that because there's not a city between, and you're not driving in houses all the way from Chandler to Surprise, that it's somehow farther away. Casa Grant's farther away when in reality it's closer. We're actually just talking with uh, one of the guests that we're in with the Farm Bureau that is in that area that says, and it is really hard to get contractors to this area. And that's going to change. Casa Grande is a growing market. Uh, That's the reason there's a home show there next year. And you're getting to the age of a lot of these homes and the explosion of growth. For a Californian to come over and have a one-hour commute each way, that's nothing. They're they're saving two hours a day by downgrading to a (laughs) one-way commute. Uh, one-hour commute one way, it's nothing for them to drive. And we have a huge influx, obviously, as you all know, and many of you are, California transplants. So (laughs) there was a huge explosion of homes there that are all hitting that 10, 20, 30 years of age now where there's going to be the amount of work that's going to support contracting businesses to get established there. And we've got a great uh, group of contractors in Casa Grande that have been there before the explosion. That's Brutonell Plumbing. We've got uh, Desert Sun Air Conditioning. If you go to rosieonthehouse.com, click on Certified Contractors. From that point, you can type in your city or uh, zip code and then select the category of interest or just leave it at all categories and it'll bring everybody up geolocated that services that area. So whatever you're looking for, for your home, castle, or cabin, you can find it at rosieonthehouse.com. And our promotions team will be, uh, to, to wrap up the reason why we're talking about Casa Grande, at the Casa Grande Home Show next weekend. I believe it's at the Outlet Malls. Uh, Susan Krieger will be there along with Lance Kunkel uh, with our brand-new Rosie on the House Ford Transit promotion vehicle that uh, we won't be at some place every weekend. I don't think yet, but that is the ultimate goal is to have the promotion vehicle, some event, some festival, some home show every weekend. We love talking about Arizona. We cover the state and uh, to better enhance our ability to be every Arizona homeowner's best friend. We'll have our promotion vehicle at some event somewhere in the state uh, and we'll have a we'll have call-ins in the seven o'clock hour, probably a call-in in the nine o'clock hour about whatever event they're at. They'll also have a lot of great promotional giveaways that they'll be doing and uh, if you'd like to see the rosie on the house transit at an event you're planning you can just email us at info at rosie on the house.com and uh, submit uh, a request for us to be there we obviously it's one vehicle there's going to be a lot of weekends especially in the spring and fall where there's multiple things going on at the state where we can only be at one place at a time so get your request in early as we're putting together our 2019 calendar speaking of which i've had a number of people wanting to know where the calendar is it's been delayed that was my fault the drafts for approval uh came to the office and and something should have clicked in my head that these needed to be saved because it was a very expensive envelope that they came in it was printed on extremely expensive paper uh, and But there was revisions. So after the revisions were made, I threw this set of prints away so that the draft, you know, there was no chance that 
something didn't go to print that wasn't correct, and we had about eight revisions on it. And for whatever reason, they told me, and uh, print's not my world, but they needed that for uh, to go to print. So we had to get another copy made, another copy approved that delayed it all by two weeks because we were closing out the year. There was a, you know, you've got to get in line for the printing press, and there's only a certain amount of presses that are big enough to handle the calendar size. So it was delayed, and it's my fault, but they tell us they are getting delivered Monday. So anyone that has requested one to be mailed, they should go out Tuesday. I think our mailing list for our calendars is up to 4,000. If you've asked for one in the past, you'll get it. One thing that we've learned in doing our calendars, and what this is, is it's a home maintenance calendar, and every week we cover how-to. It lets you know what our lineup for our 8 o'clock hour will be. It'll let you know what we're talking about in the 10 o'clock hour. It's really appointment radio. If you see something on there that, oh, countertops is on my to-do this year, Rosie's talking about it in the month of April with our hard surface month, or uh, February's our plumbing month. It'll let you know what we're covering in that 10 o'clock hour, and we always bring in special guests and trades contract tradesmen uh, that are skilled, qualified, and help connect you and educate you about your home castle or cabin. It just helps you. All these little things, If, as you all know, a list of honeydews, a short list is much more manageable than a long list. And so what we try and do with this home maintenance calendar is just pick away at that one one task a week so you never get that long list. Those will go out in uh, in this week. So if you asked for one last year, you don't need to ask for one again. And what we had found, we thought we were, we ended up with a number of returned calendars and we thought, well, we got the address wrong. And we've, <laughs> uh, I, I'm, this is not a knock on the postal service, but whoever did this, it was, must've been their first day at the post office because where's the return address go, Gary? Left corner, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So no, no, left, <laughs> forget it. <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody looked at that address, even though the address on who it was supposed to go to was in the center. They delivered like 300 calendars back to back our to P.O. box. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Instead of delivering it to the name it was addressed <laughs> to. So then we had to get them specially wrapped so that they would go to the right addresses. And they're like, hey, I asked for one. And it was one that was stuck in this uh, return list. So oh, we've changed Ooh. how the back of that calendar is formatted now to avoid that from happening again. And it follows the uh, guidelines specially provided by the uh, the yes. Postal Service. So we shouldn't have that happen again. Live and learn. Live and learn. Let's get to Rollin and Queen Creek first on the line at one 767 4348 That's 1-888-ROSIE for you. Rollin, go ahead, sir. Good morning. Hey, uh, hooked up my uh, Christmas lights this year, and when it rained, they shorted out. And I traced it down to, uh, I thought it was a GFI in the panel. It's not. It was the GFI at the outlet. I have a GFI outlet controlled by a GFI breaker in the panel. Is that supposed to be that way? I think what I heard is a, is a GFI outlet supposed tied to a GFI circuit in the panel. That's one thing we were actually just talking about the break, how the call-in radio has changed with cell phones. And people used to sit 
on their phones with a cord and it was a, a non-wireless connection and it's really changed uh, talk radio. So we're hitting a break. We'll figure out exactly specifically what he's asking. And I'm actually going to probably have the mighty electrician answer it because me and electricity just don't see eye to eye. All right, it's 9.20. This is a segment where we give away our whatever tickets we have been provided, thanks to our sister station of our flagship station, the sports. They have handed us Denver Nugget Phoenix Suns tickets for Saturday, January 12th, 7 p.m. So you don't have to miss Rosie on the house to go enjoy a Suns game. This is row 12, seats 8 uh, seven and eight of section 118. So sounds like pretty good seats. The question that was asked in our newsletter, give uh, all our subscribers a little head start because we'll only only correct answers during this segment will uh, will be drawn from for a random winner. Who was, and this was actually pretty easy. I, <laughs> I gave Lance a hard time last week that his questions were too hard and he gave a super easy one this week. Who was the first Phoenix Suns player to win the N- BA's MVP award. That's a little easy. <laughs> yeah. So if you know that answer and you would like to go to next Saturday's game, text uh, the correct answer to 411923. We'll take all the correct answers and put them in a pool and pick at random for our winner. And we'll send you the tickets and you'll be going. And th- there's two. You and a guest will be going to next Saturday's Suns game. Now, we've got John on the line uh, from the Mighty Electrician. I pulled him out Saturday because we had an electrical question. Apple doesn't, what do they say? The acorn doesn't fall far from the tree. You always hear Rosie joking about what happens when he does electrical work at his house. About the same as at mine. So, John, uh, by chance, did you hear the question last segment? No, I did not. What I understood Gentleman in Queen Creek okay. plugged in his Christmas lights, blew out a GFCI circuit. And he was saying it, he thought it was at first the breaker, but it was actually the outlet itself. Um, and his question was, Gary, if, correct me if I'm wrong, we had a, a pretty bad connection. Oh, we thank you. <laughs> That's the one design flaw. They put the call screener station right next to the producer station, and they've got the separate glass. There needed to be a separation. <laughs> so there's Jennifer in the back call screening and uh, Gary trying to well quality control. I, it, it was a little confusing because I was, I was kind of figuring out exactly what he was talking about, but um, he was removing his Christmas lights, and I'm assuming that the GFI circuit it was out uh, outside. I have that at home. All GFI on the outdoors. Uh, as it should in, be. As it should be. But I didn't understand if the GFI circuit shorted out at the plug or at the box. Um, well, uh, let's just ask John. What do you typically see when somebody plugs in their Christmas lights and blows fuses? Um. Typically would be at the GFI that we would see um, because it found a problem and tripped the um, button on the GFI. 
Um, and so you would have to go find that GFI, whether it's in the garage or bathroom, um, and reset the button on it. That's typically where we see it. Um, maybe because of a sprinkler or rain or something, more than likely a sprinkler, um, got the Christmas lights wet or whatever that way that caused um, a ground fault on it. Um, if it would have tripped the breaker, typically that would be more of overloading the circuit. And is that something that needs to replace or he just needs to go find that and push the reset button on the outlet? So it would just be going and finding that GFI, um, whether it's in the garage, um, bathroom, um, or at that outlet itself, depending on how they, if they added specific outlets for Christmas stuff, or if it's just a standard outlet on your back patio or front porch. You know, I, I should have um, asked him about probably in the oh. bathroom. I should have asked him about what type of lights. Now, if it's LED, you can string those forever. But if it's the old C4 lights, you can only go about three strands, and then you got a, an issue. Yeah, and then even a lot of the um, LED lights, you can only run up to seven strands per one of those as well. So they all the boxes and manufacturers have specs on the boxes or on the tags of the lights themselves. And I think Roland was worried that something was wrong, but nothing's wrong. The GFCI trips, so it's working. He just needs to reset it. Yes, yeah. he would just need to reset it. If it doesn't reset after trying to reset it, then, then there's going to be a problem either with the GFI or the power coming to that, which could be at the breaker box as well. So you would have to find out, hey, is the GFI going to reset and give me power back? Or if it doesn't reset, then the GFI itself could be bad, or it might not be getting power, and that's why it's not resetting, because the GFI will not reset if it has no power. John Bolenball, the Mighty Electrician, thanks for joining us this Saturday morning for our Rosie on the House Lifeline. Covering all things electrical, that's something we don't cover a lot on the air for safety reasons. You would think it wouldn't be that hard. You've got positive, negative, and ground. There's three wires. It can't be that complicated. But that's not something you can make multiple mistakes on either. It was not Dan Marley. It was not Kevin Johnson. Mm -hmm. If you answered by 926.50, Charles Barkley, you were correct as the first Phoenix Suns player to win the NV NBA MVP. MVP. So we'll sort through. Sir Charles. Uh, we'll pull everyone that said Charles Barkley before 926.50 and pull a random winner, and we'll send you tickets to next Saturday's game. If you'd like to join the broadcast, one triple eight seven six seven four three four eight. That's one triple eight. Rosie for you. We often cover uh, a lot of listener emails during the broadcast. We were we were heavy on emails, but none of them the, the questions were 
Uh, can I get a 2019 home maintenance calendar? If you missed it, that was delayed. I accidentally threw away the copy that they needed to use for print, mm -hmm. thinking that, well, we've got revisions, so another copy is going to be made, but apparently that's not how it worked. We also had a request for um, the address to send Rosie a, a get-well card, too, as well. Yes. So we have a few of those. P.O. Box 14487, Scottsdale 85267. And we had a number of people uh, congratulating LSU on the win last yeah. week. Did you go? I did not. I, um, uh, I, I, you know what? I made a pot of black eyed peas for good luck. And doggone it, it worked. LSU won. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We took the whole kids. It was the first time we got to, the kids got to see LSU play. Uh, what did they think? They all loved it. Loved it. They all want to go to Baton Rouge now and, and into Death the Valley. Real deal. The, the real, real deal. deal. Yeah, they need to be prepared for that. <laughs> See, I, I got six tickets to the Fiesta Bowl for less than four hundred bucks. Um, oh, I, wow! It, 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 yeah. it cost. It's going to cost me four thousand dollars to take out the whole family yeah. to Death Valley for a home game at I, night. I found this LSU <laughs> shirt for Rosie that's got the uh, Fiesta Bowl uh, patch on it, and I'm over at the Fiesta Bowl offices, and it never crossed my mind I could have bought a ticket there go to the game ah. <laughs> you know they did have some available so well, but it'll be worth it we'll get the kids down there for a night at death valley rosie watched it in full lsu regalia and absolutely loved every minute of it and dad gets to move to the next stage of recovery so he'll be uh and biscuits they yeah <laughs> yeah there you go Boudin biscuits uh they they think it's a week maybe two before he can uh, finally come home, so we're very excited to uh, see his progress along the recovery. Very uh, excited. If you've missed it, uh, he was in a rollover and what they call a UTV. If you picture an ATV, it's like uh, it's got handlebars like a motorcycle, but four wheels. A UTV has a steering wheel like a car and is either a two or four passenger vehicle. Generally has a roll cage, and this one did. Uh, he was buckled into the back seat. Uh, it was a rented vehicle. So it had a governor on it, and the passenger of the vehicle uh, and, and Rosie both say he, the driver was not going reckless or out of control. It just caught funny, and the front stopped and brought the back over. So if you picture that, the front of the vehicle stopping and the back going, Rosie was in the back, so traveled the farthest and hit the hardest. Um that was October 17th. Yeah. And uh, been a long recovery, but he is to the point where it's all, all strengthening. Every, all systems are go. He's uh, chomping at the bit, you know, making phone calls, wanting to know what's, what's, say, what's up. It was so. very strange taking a call from Rosie in his office Lance and I, <laughs> last night. <laughs> Lance and I heard that in the hallway yesterday, and, and it, it hit me like 20 minutes later. went, wait, you just talked with Rosie? <laughs> So great to hear his voice again. Took yep. a call from Rosie from his office. <laughs> yeah, I took one from his Raptor. <laughs> you can his his truck. Yeah. <laughs> He's uh, so you can go to caringbridge.org and type in Rosie's recovery, and Mom's got the journal listings there of uh, the accident and the recovery process, and this last post from uh, uh, January second off off of everything. You know, there was a time he on feeding tubes and ventilators and uh, gosh stuff. knows what. Yeah. There's so many wires. He's off of all of that. <laughs> and they're moving him to a, a rehab facility to rebuild his strength. That's uh, the biggest thing now. You know, you're sitting on a, a – you're constricted to a bed for 
so long. There's going to be a lot of muscle rebuilding to do. So we're we're excited uh, that he's excited. Well, the reason I know he's on the way to recover, like full recovery, is because he's breaking the rules. <laughs> well, that doesn't apply to me. I don't, I don't need anybody to stand up. I don't need anybody over here. <laughs> They're ready to kick him out. Good, 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 good. Well, I, I think he's ready to be kicked out. So mm-hmm. we look forward to having him on the broadcast. In the meantime, this is the 9 o'clock hour, open line hour. Anything you want to talk about your home, castle, or cabin. Uh, this third segment of the break, we generally have our weekly how-tos. I don't have my calendar, so... I honestly uh, stepped in a little unprepared because I threw away the drafts and <laughs> I don't even have a copy of our what our home maintenance tip of the week would be. But uh, this will be the segment of the broadcast. You can count on that uh, for the rest of the year. And it's one thing designed to teach you on what to do for your house to keep up with the maintenance. One of the things that you know, our goal as homeowners that isn't achieved overnight it's not achieved um, without blood, sweat, pain, and finance. But if we could live and manage our homes and our properties, that it was good enough to go on the market tomorrow, you could sell it without having to do anything. If you can live and maintain your home that way, that, is, that should be your goal as a homeowner, whether you never sell it. It's a nice thing to come home to, and it frees you up to go do the more fun things in life, make those memories we talk about. And the tip has to do with storing your holiday decor. You know, yeah, I was going to say, uh, we just had a call about the CFI and the <laughs> holiday <laughs> holiday lights and whatnot, so ties in. Oh, it's about storing. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I can run with that. So, and what you were mentioning with Holmesada, what we've done is we've, we started building it and then found that there was already a digital platform for it. So we licensed it for the state of Arizona. You just go to rosieonthehouse.com slash app and give you a detail about it. And uh, the free portion of it there, it lets you inventory your home so you can keep track of all the value. And it, it will blow your mind when you start putting the value of everything in your home. I mean, you put in furniture, you put in your silverware, you put in your artwork. I didn't even think I had anything of value to put in but once i started detailing i'm like holy cow you wouldn't believe how much is invested and just uh, the the inventory items of our home so that portion's free and it's a great tool if there's ever uh, a disaster you've got a water leak uh, you need to insurance claim burglary whatever the case may be you've got a complete real time once you get it uploaded uh, you know, that's all the, the part that takes the longest, but then updating it as you invest is very easy. So you've got a pretty real-time, uh, up-to-date digital resource that you can log on anywhere and get should you need uh, to file an insurance claim. The premium subscription, which is like 5 bucks a month, if you do the full year, if you go month-to-month at 7 then it opens up... Uh, what, what we're interested in is the home maintenance aspect. You can also manage projects on it if you're doing remodels or room additions, let you plan a pool addition, uh, whatever the case may be. But the home maintenance is our biggest focus, and it will help you then tailor what needs to be done to your home if you don't have a pool. All the pool stuff is irrelevant. If you don't have an attic because you've got a flat roof, that's a different set of criteria. So it lets you customize the maintenance to your specific home to keep up with it week over week, month over month, year over year. And it also helps send you, if you synchronize that with your phone, 
the calendar will send you push notifications, reminder, this is what you have to do this weekend. You can assign it to different family members in the home. It'll help you remember to stop at the hardware store and what supplies you need to get this done so that we keep on top of it because then we are not a slave to our home. You know how crippling it is to be under a honeydew list that's miles long. And you go if you've ever been in the situation you've had to sell and you've had to compromise on the price of the home because this wasn't done or that wasn't done or they questioned the how good a shape this product or not product but you know the roof or the air conditioning or whatever this allows you to stay on top of that and ahead of that and then at the point if you ever do sell it it'll give you a huge competitive advantage to a home in your neighborhood that may not have this kind of detail because it gives the buyer the assurance that this is a properly maintained home and i'm not stepping into the money pit we really feel this is the future of home ownership at rosie on the house and if you want to get to that position where you can live and manage your home that you could sell it at any given moment, any given day. This tool will help you get there. Uh, so we'll talk about our weekly home, too. I don't have enough time this break to get into proper storage of holiday decor. So we'll go to Diana Glendale wants to talk about, uh, oh, a testimonial. Welcome, Diane. Okay, you know what? Let me try. Line one's a little sticky. Oh, can you hear there, me? There you are, Diane. Go Can ahead. Can you hear me now? Yes, ma'am. Uh, maybe, but she can't hear us, so we'll try again a little bit later. It's Rosie on the house to join the conversation. One triple eight seven six seven four three four eight. That's one triple eight Rosie for you. Uh, texter came in says, uh, "Oh, they're glad to hear their prayers for Rosie are being answered. Can't wait to have them back, and we're looking forward to it as well." So. Uh, keep y'all up to date with uh, his recovery, and I'm not. We're not going to give any guesstimations on time. It's going to be at his pace and his speed. But just like they told us, once you get uh, out of ICU, things are going to go quick. They did. Uh, he's moving now. A couple weeks later into rehab. They say once you get there, things go quicker. We're looking forward to that. And I would say probably by the end of the month, we could give you some guesstimations on when uh, when we can expect to see Rosie back. If not by then. On a beautiful Saturday morning, it's Rosie on the house. You can join the conversation at one 767 4348 It was funny, our 8 o'clock guests in our Farm Fresh, uh, the Bolt family, they were asking if we ever take calls. And I said, you know, in 2001 when I joined the broadcast, people would call and they would sit there diligently on their landline. and they 45 would wait. minutes to an hour, oh, Romy. And, and, and it wasn't because we were putting them off. We would just take that long with the call, and we've shortened how long we'll keep a call on the air so we can help more people. Um, and with the email and technology, the follow-up we can do with each one of those calls afterwards, if need be, we can tailor all their needs there, and it just helps move, move callers along and keep things going. And 
I said, but it's really changed because people call from their cell phones. Nobody hardly has a landline. You waste all this time. Hello, can you hear me? That last caller was a perfect example. She of- said that Bluetooth kept trying to take her over, and, and I relate to that. It's so aggravating. But she she called. That was Miss Diane. She called to give Booth Built a shout out. She said we had heard she had heard us talk about them back in October. She gave him a call. She's a smart lady because she did this off season. She has a east-west-facing home that's full of pavers all around. You know how hot that can get. So she wanted to kind of break that little heat island she had going on. They came out, and they did a, a full-cover patio in the back, did lattices front and back, and they, did, they also had to do some special work as far as adjusting the height of the, of the patio cover. She was just so thrilled with the work that they did. Tom and Chris, the brothers that own it, were great, but also all the workers. And just, she just said she's so happy with her product. And I'm so happy for her because she has all nails the whole year to enjoy it. Wonderful. Booth built patio products. You can find them at rosieonthehouse.com along with all of our certified contractors. If you find a project that's over your head, you don't have time to do, uh, or you just don't know how to do, you can find uh, someone at rosieonthehouse.com. We work hard to find uh, the quality contractors. You have to be in business five years. You have to be licensed, bondable, and insured. There was an article. I was so glad to see it in the paper from this week of a contractor in the West Valley that uh, they've issued an arrest warrant for, uh, somebody that had been taking deposits uh, and down payments for work that was done uh, or for work he never did. And this is this is what we've got to fix, though. The couple, one couple paid him almost $12,000 in advance. Up front? Up front. I can't. I can't imagine paying that much. I mean, even uh, anyway, anyway. The <laughs> here's what his fine would be if if they get this guy arrested because he's disappeared, and this is multiple people. So we could be looking at thirty, forty, fifty, a hundred thousand dollars that he's taken and left. If he gets contracting without a license is a class one misdemeanor in Arizona. First offense is punishable by a fine of a thousand dollars. Second offense, a fine of two thousand dollars. These people gave him twelve thousand dollars, and you may end up getting a slap on the wrist. <laughs> that does not mm. match. You know, that's um, knowingly writing a bad check. Something else he was guilty of is a class one misdemeanor punishable by six months in jail, three years probation, and a twenty-five hundred dollar fine. Twenty-five hundred dollar fine. Writing a bad check isn't that a felony? That, yeah, that's what I was oh, saying. Okay, all right, and, but. The worst he's going to get is six months in jail and a $2,500 fine. Well, and the worst part is they won't get anything. Yeah. So Ugh. pay attention. Let us help you. There is nothing. The look I won't say nothing because <laughs> as soon as the minute I say that, something yeah. will happen. There's, I can't think of anything so critical that you can't wait to find the right person to get the job done right. You know? Ah. So if you are a licensed contractor in the state of Arizona and you've been in business five years, you can apply at rosieonthehouse.com. Uh, our goal is to have uh, within a 20-mile radius three contractors of whatever it is you're looking to get on, whether it's an electrician, a plumber, air conditioning, general contractor, give you three choices within a 20-mile radius. Um, a lot of contractors travel a lot farther than that uh, in cities like Phoenix and Tucson and uh, e- even Yuma that go, you know, you to sustain a business 
out in the outskirts, you've you've got to be able to travel. Your traveling is nothing new to you. Uh, but the companies will have guys located over 100 miles left to right that live so they can get you look, you know, just because a company's based in central Phoenix doesn't mean they don't have a technician right next to you in Mesa. But we like to give you three options within a 20-mile radius because we all like options. And uh, there's a lot of good people in Arizona, and we try and bring them all together here at RosieOnTheHouse.com every Saturday for storing holiday decor. Uh, I'm not a big proponent of waste, but uh, I don't think that there's any reason to not recycle a string of lights that isn't working. That's I am going to vent a string of lights that last 10 years. That drives me nuts. It seems like every year we've got strands where one bulb blurred out, half of it's not working. You spend all this time with those little tiny lights trying to fix it and find it, and you, you waste all this time. I'm going to invent lights that last. Are we giving away more million-dollar <laughs> ideas or what? Hey, if somebody can bring it to the market before I have time to figure it out, I have more power to them, and I'm going to be and your first customer. <laughs> as long as it's made in America. Uh, so don't don't hang on to anything that if you have to think about whether or not you should or shouldn't hang on to it, throw it out. That's going to reduce the amount of clutter in our home, the amount of weight we're putting in the attic, uh, and the overall cleanliness of our living environment. A big portion of our quality life is our cleanliness uh, and organization in the home. Uh, kids are an exception to that. You just There's a certain amount you have to be willing to accept as, as a parent. 